Hello, everybody. My name is Rosencrantz, and this is Guildenstern, and we are very much still alive. Just kidding. It's Aaron and Ari here. Welcome back to another episode of a podcast where two theatre people who are very unqualified in theatreness talk theatre. Special bonus oh, bonus quarantine episode today. Yeah. I cut you off immediately. This is how we do things here on Zoom. I... I, I want to say start again, but I think that the, the, the reality of this recording is that Zoom is just going to mean we talk over each other more than we already do. Slash and that's already more than you already do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we were just we were going to we just decided to do a quick chat, talk over the things that we talked about in our individual episodes, um, which then now, you know, elongates this even further. But it should be should be a good time. Just a chill, relaxing, talking things over before we do anything for real editing Ari would just like to quickly jump in and say that while we are talking about it being really short and really chill and just a chatting through everything kind of episode upon reflection when i was editing it there's actually a lot of content that we've had to filter through and this episode is not as small and condensed as we're making it out to be there's actually a lot of really juicy stuff so keep listening okay bye so i have some notes that i took from your episode which were notes that you had from my episode so oh, this is like a third level note passing. And then I'll have some notes on your oh, yeah. notes, on my notes, on your notes. Well, that's the hope. We can do this all live, right? You don't have to record another episode after I give that's you the these title. notes. Notes on notes on notes. Notes on notes on notes. <laughs> so um, my first note was, I don't know. I don't know why projecting onto the whiteboard is so hard. It, projecting on the whiteboard is just a whiteboard. And then you project onto the whiteboard and then you draw onto the whiteboard. So that was a that was an error in translation. Ari thought by you meant meaning projecting onto a whiteboard, you meant a digital whiteboard. Oh no no no! no. <laughs> a, and I was gonna say we can't actually get a digital because you know like how some classrooms have interactive. Yeah yeah, I know what you mean, in, but that's you know, so difficult to set up. Yeah exactly. So that's what I thought you meant by okay, okay, an okay. interactive whiteboard because in my language, interactive whiteboard means those expensive things that schools sometimes get for primary school kids which are actually really useful because you can draw on them and then, you know, erase stuff and you can also get Word documents on it, la, la, la. I didn't actually realise all you meant was project onto a whiteboard, like a yeah. real-life old-fashioned, not really old-fashioned, old-fashioned, a lot more old-fashioned than the new-fashioned interactive whiteboards. So that whole argument, that whole, like, section of me going, I don't know how to do technology, we can just re- ignore. Okay, good. Because it was me well, yeah. thinking you meant something else. It's just simply putting a whiteboard and then putting projections onto the whiteboard, you know? Yes, which is very achievable. Although the one thing that Ari did go away and do a little bit of research on was how big of a whiteboard can we actually get? Turns out the biggest whiteboard that we can actually get as a like already set up whiteboard was something like 79 inches by 40 inches, which I had to Google because I didn't know what that was in centimeters. Turns out that's about 1.8 meters by something less than one meter. Why are you buying whiteboards in inches? Where, where are you I going Googled to buy the biggest whiteboard you could get? And that was oh, the okay, biggest okay. whiteboard you could get. I mean, I think, you know, everything's supersized in America. I don't know. Is that not big enough? Do you not think that's big enough? No. So my thing with the whiteboard is I don't want it to look like a classroom, you know? I also don't want the projector to be so small that it looked like we just tried to like make do with what we had. I see it being a big like wall, maybe not like an entire wallpaper, but like a large projector screen, right? Like those ones you get that hang down. Oh, it's not not just a small little standing whiteboard. But the only thing with those hang down projectors, you can't draw on. (laughs) No, no, no. And we're not going to get a hang down one, but I'm thinking of it more in, in that scale. Because mm-hmm. otherwise the projecting the projector is going to be limited to a less than one meter by a little over one meter square, yeah. which yeah. means that if we want to do any shadow work, which we've done a lot of chatting about, 
um, we it would need to be in a very very isolated like space, right? Yep. Like if I stepped any further than like two meters in front of the the whiteboard, I would be bigger than the whiteboard, mm-hmm. which would probably be quite limiting in many ways. Whereas if we had a um, a whiteboard space that was you know bordering on three meters, mm-hmm. we'd have a lot more space to work with. Although obviously that comes with complications of on where do you get a whiteboard that size? Fun fact, Ari's also done her research in this department. You can get like whiteboard rolls uh, that are one meters in width. And up oh, it's like tape, right? Kind of like tape. Oh, cool, um, cool. And we can like cut them to our like required size and do something with them. My only part where I was falling short was what do we do with them? How do we get them where we want them? Other than buying like a really big sheet of plywood and sticking it on that. Well, I mean, it's like you were saying you wanted to hang down projector screen. What if we just put whiteboard tape on top of a projector screen? Do you know how heavy whiteboard tape, a whiteboard roll is? What do you mean? Like, so first of all, we need to install a hanging projector. No, you don't. You can buy, you can buy mounted ones. Wait, wait, wait. What? You can buy projector screens that are mounted onto the ground into like a tripod. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I thought you were talking about using a hanging projector. No, 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 no. Like you, you can, they can get ones of that size, but they're mounted. So you can buy, like we can buy a mounted. waste of money to buy a mounted projector and then stick whiteboard on top of it. No, because we can still use the whiteboard. You can still use the projector screen because it's but still just white. Just build, right? Like, could we not just build a, like a stand for, or like a, a back, backing for said whiteboard i mean yeah we can well we can we can we can do the budgeting i guess and see which one is cheaper yeah i feel like it's probably easier to just like buy some wood and make a Mm. backing or like buy whatever it is that we need to Uh, the other thing about wood is we can make it as big as we want we don't have to worry about size of a projector screen we can just make a massive yeah well but yeah i think that's i think that is much better like i was thinking in terms of practicality of having a whiteboard on the stand but i get that that does look tacky but and if it, saw... it is possible for us to make a bigger screen. Sorry, I'm interrupting you. No, 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 you go. No, no, um, that was yeah, it. Exactly. We can have a bigger screen. And I was sort of seeing, because then I sort of start, started thinking about, oh, well, if it's so big, then like, I'm not going to be able to draw all over all of it. But then I was like, we've just incorporated this idea of having a chest, right? She has a chest. What if she moves mm-hmm. the chest, stands on the chest and is able to draw things taller and bigger? And then you're yeah, incorporating yeah. everything. Because like, I know we were trying to avoid the cliche of having like wooden blocks on stage because like, or like wooden crates because wooden crates are suddenly in everything. But um, that, that wooden chest would, or whatever type of chest it is, you know, so easy to lift up, carry, put in front of the project, uh, the whiteboard projector thing, stand up on it. And then you can make the, the stick figures massive. Um, yeah. Yes. Do you want to talk a bit? Aaron actually sent me a little proof of concept in response to the episode I did about yeah. my question about are we completely scrapping the existence of other human that's beings? My, that's my note number three. It says, oh. real men or paper men, volcano los dos, John <laughs> Troy's stick figure men who then morph into real people. Ooh, that's a cool thing. I'll make a proof of concept. So I ended up actually doing that. <laughs> so, um, because uh, I, I didn't I, uh, you're right that we can't just reject old ideas because we have new ideas and how can we morph these ideas together so i mean if jo- if joan is drawing on this whiteboard then and she draws a stick figure can we then project onto that stick figure a person who then you know comes into reality this idea that joan is still in control and joan creates this world but this world becomes real so i made a thing um i'll put it up on the instagram it'll go up on the same day as this episode or maybe the day before or something as like a preview but it's yeah so it's basically this idea of of how can we meld these two ideas of ari drawing on the whiteboard and then that whiteboard coming to life 
So as opposed to having stick figure men run about, that <laughs> coming to life is then a person appearing and and existing. Once you see the proof of concept, it'll make a lot more sense. Because yeah. for me, I was still like, Meh. The, the only the video, thing I that like, I found because I had to think I, I wasn't making it like I would make a film I was making it like I would make a proof of concept for for a theater thing so you can't wipe out the um eraser man right the stick figure guy once the projection's there but I think it's a good uh, visual motif of of a person existing and in the background behind them you can still see the stick figure so mm-hmm. you're constantly reminded of the fact that Joan drew this person Joan was the person who created this right so it's not like you have to draw a stick figure, the person shows up and you have to quickly erase them and run away. The fact that the stick figures only, are, are yeah. consistent. And it's only until the men disappear that then Joan scrubs out the stick figures. Exactly. She's owning her creation. It come closer towards the mic. You forget that Sorry, the mic's now there. I, forgot that I have a mic. Editing Ari felt like this was a good time to jump in and say, if it feels like your headphones are doing weird bunny hops or like the voices are going, they're not. That was just the Zoom stream and how it downloaded. And that's just what happens while we're in quarantine. So just ignore that. Don't panic. Your computer or your Wi-Fi or your Spotify isn't doing weird things. It's entirely this episode, but we did the best we can. And I have tried to get rid of as much of that as possible. Okay, bye. Yeah, it's like it's like it's a cool motif. I think it's a very it's a very interesting thing for movement as well. Then is, is you can like you can draw with these people and. Um, and things like that could be really fun. And draw other things as well. Like it made me start thinking about, well, what other things other than people, you know, yeah. can we draw? And I was like, well, what if we draw like armor on her? I literally and just then, had that thought as well. Oh, just that, yeah, like, yeah. no, like literally just then. I'm glad you're way ahead of me. But uh, yeah, I was thinking, yeah, like, I was thinking like, what if she draws a sword and then like a sword appears or something, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you draw like armor onto her and suddenly armor's on her. And, and yeah. you know, um, just that whole, like it opens up a, a cool way of, um introducing that's so interesting and introducing the setting yeah like, yeah what if you now she, now she's in battle i mean not that i know how to draw a horse but maybe we can work on that or like well know. it's like i was saying in my episode right the whole the whole army coming down the hill what if she draws the stick figure army and then the sound comes in and then the army appears yeah. behind her you know stuff like I mean, that there will be a lot of stick figures to draw but also <laughs> yeah, that, that would be a really interesting sequence like it would be very engaging i think watching you know someone move the box and draw all these little stick figures and you're going why are they drawing the stick figures and then maybe they draw a few big trees and um and then suddenly you hear the sound and then like the sound of clashing metal and it's like oh you know yeah or like she draws herself watching this oncoming army. Yeah. So you have a whole bunch of little stick figures at the top and then a big one at the front, that's her. And then it cuts to like that video of watching an oncoming. Yeah. Movie. Now I just, all I, all I can see is like Narnia and like, yeah, you know, that like running down the hill. For Narnia! Yeah, exactly. Like the classic, that classic yeah. battle scene thing. So that actually leads into my second note, which was, because you're talking about like learning to write and the idea of like a preschooler learning to, to write. Uh, Joan of Arc was notoriously illiterate. She didn't know how to read or write. So what is oh, the visual? Yeah, I didn't even, I, I, I right? remember like talking about it and thinking, I swear, because I've written down these notes. I remember, I remember thinking, I swear I have another point on the writing thing. And that probably was it thinking. About and, and we don't, I mean, we don't have to make it literal. Like you, it's yeah. not like you can't read or write, but this idea of even a 19 year old girl who struggles to draw and struggles to write sentences and letters because she doesn't know how, because she was never mm-hmm. taught. Like that's a very interesting visual. Or like right. not not struggles to draw. Like she can draw. So oh, she, she can draw. Yeah. Words in drawing. Yeah. And, and can. She's write. a visual person. She can't write letters. So when the words are projected, she can't read them. But she can but draw then, around them. 
Or maybe words are projected and she scribbles them out and draws what she deemed. Like, you know what I mean? Like, wouldn't that be funny? Yeah, wow. Oh, I've got one. So, like, you know, she's like, are you a witch? She's like, I don't know what that says. Scribbles it out and draws a soldier. Yeah, yeah, so cool. (laughs) And it's like, and that's the answer. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And they're like, what? Or like, you know, have you been, um, what's the one I'm trying to think of? Literally can't think of any other questions. Um, Oh, when they ask her about, like, faith and stuff. Yeah. And like. And maybe she like scribbles that out and draws like, I don't know. Draws something. like a cross or something, something yeah. simple. Yeah, that's so like, because that, that was my idea, right? Is that she responds to the words with other words, but it's better if she responds with, with pictures. Yeah. Like this yeah, idea this that Joe never writes words. She's a, she's a, she's a drawer. She doesn't write. I'm so concerned by my lack of artistic, like visually artistic. But it doesn't need to be like, it can literally just be like stick figures in preschool type drawing. Like you don't need, it doesn't need to be like an art piece. The whole point is that Joan is the child, right? So if anything, if people say that your drawing skills are bad, you say, well, actually my drawing skills are great. I just did this on purpose because I was trying to (laughs) emulate that of a child's drawing skills. Yes, of course. I'll I'll, I'll chalk that up on the board of things to ponder. Chalk that up on the whiteboard. Chalk it up. I should start a whiteboard with all the themes. Instead of saying we're putting it up on my wardrobe door, I'll put it up on a whiteboard. All the things that Ari needs to learn how to do. Or not learn yeah. in this case. Yeah, just practice drawing. My stick figures. No, so which then leads to my last point. Yes. Um, your your theatre tech on stage Bobernum style is great. Oh, yes. Um, so, it, I mean, we're talking about keeping Joan in control of the whole play. Um, uh, I don't know about the rave but i did jump on it with a good idea um i was uh, going i mean it started with a good idea and the direction i went maybe fell short a bit merely because i wanted a disco ball but i'm sure we could figure it out like bo burnham has a disco ball that's sort of inside and it's really cool because he has the headlamp and it like spins yeah and he has like all sorts of weird lights that i was like why is that relevant and then you're like okay it kind of worked yeah it's but even the whole sequence and you're like why why the spinning lights and the one like you know how he did his little handheld where it like it does all like the horn hits and it's like oh yeah yeah he spins the he spins yeah yeah for sure i mean it's this thing that like joan is in control of her own play so it's it's brechtian and like you said in the way that we show things on stage but it's also this idea of what if joan is wrestling with the stage hand or the camp or like me behind the stage right like doing the lighting the light goes one way and you move it back the stage goes one way and you move it back (laughs) like you're moving with spotlights you're like hey look what are you doing this is my show this is me what are you doing you can't shut me out you can't you can't you can't put me in the dark right anyway go i just have this vision on how could you make a piece about like trying to pull the spotlight like physically move this so like um, let's say like you're standing center stage in the spotlight the spotlight moves and then you go over and you like physically try and hold on to the spotlight and move it. What would that look like? Whoa, that could be an OH&S issue because it's very hot, but no, you can no, try. No, 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 You're not touching the spotlight. You're oh, I see. Oh, it's, just like a, it's, like, it's like a Peter Pan touch in the shadow type thing. Exactly, like you're exactly. pulling the light. So I'm holding nothing, but wow. you move the light back to me. Wow. But that requires someone to be on the spot and really like. Yeah, it, does, it, it requires um, a lot more, um, theater tech than you and i can do yeah. which is fine like we can get help for it but but also yeah but yeah like like this whole like because this play was envisioned as you on stage and me tech but what mm-hmm. if you're also doing tech and we do so tech what together if Aaron does nothing <laughs> <laughs> well yeah well, well, well no, that's fine with me i can sit in the audience i can be the spotlight I can watch guy the show. 
must be panic is the spotlights don't do well yeah i can be like a normal director who just like doesn't do anything after the show which is really weird i don't know i don't, I don't yeah. like that or you, you just like not, you just remove yourself but anyway um I, that's cool like the like this idea of, of joan being like trying to wrestle control of her own story yeah. right and and, and demand the spotlight because she mm. don't, she deserves it and in, in a world of like for the for the first many years of like 100 years after joan died she was forgotten until mm. the until the french were like hey look reconsider this and and the catholic church was like oh yeah sorry they they messed up all those years ago we were wrong she's a saint yeah, so, yeah. And, and if we don't want to do something as complicated as literally moving a light it could be as simple as switching off like you know switching on and off yeah the like the stage switch. lights yeah. yeah like you have also have control over the stage lights or you don't and i have control but when you do an action i bring the lights back up yeah like there's a big panel on the back that says stage lights and it's a big red lever yeah that's very brechtian (laughs) (laughs) but yeah Um, like i think that's that's a really interesting new um direction that we're taking this as well is like this is joan's play this is literally joan's play play in both sense of the word and because we we talked about wanting to keep it like that childlike play as well so it's not and that's inherently funny, like a light going off and Joan going, huh? And going and turning it back on and then turning it off and then turning it back on. Like, that's a funny situation. And like mm-hmm. that, it's, it's like an innocent, it's like a Looney Tunes cartoon, you know, it's like classic. Yeah. And that's what I was saying. I think we said one, one of those episodes about like wanting to like, it, it, there's, there really is that element of humor without yeah. like it trying to be a comedy. And it's that silent, it's that silent era humor that we were talking about in like episode. Look at how we're all coming back Whoa, now. It's all coming back into one big blob. I it's like a, it's like an Abbott and Costello bit, or even like not even that. It's like a, just like a, a silent bit, but it's great. It's great. I think this um, is a really interesting yes. new direction, and I think we have enough to start rehearsing. Whoa. Um, so um, yeah, hopefully not over Zoom, but I mean we can make it work. Well, no, well we all we need is a whiteboard basically to test out the drawings, and I'll get some projections and I'll get a soundscape, um, and we can do the trial scene. And we can start with that as a tone setter. Yeah. And how and you responding? In fact, I think we should do the pre-trial. Yeah. This idea of questioning and and mm-hmm. responding to questions. Sounds good. That's very exciting. I'm very excited. Um. Anyway, that was our quick little which i don't think was very quick although i have no way of seeing the time on zoom no i I have no idea either way Um, final little quarantine episode um and this might come out late and it'll be like everything will be normal and everyone's gonna be like when do they record this and we don't want to date it so let's just say towards the end of quarantine (laughs) (laughs) um that's all hope you're all staying safe and healthy and as always, practice, practice your, your bugle. bugle. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put the bugle in the chest, though, right? We'll put the bugle in the costume chest. Yeah. It'll be in there. It'll be in there.